Kia ora, ni hao, and hello. Welcome to the Cherry Journal podcast. I'm your host Camille Yang. My guest today is Alan Chen. Alan is a good friend of mine, and she is the co-founder of a lifestyle brand Sapiens. With a background in biomedicine and bioengineering, Alan also serves as a science communicator, connecting with a broad online audience in China market. In today's episode, we talk about Island's business Sapiens, tips on healthy living, her live streaming experience in Chinese market, and empowered mindset. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome, Alan. Welcome to my show. Thanks for having me, Cami. We did、uh, two episodes in Chinese before, and、uh, one of the episodes was the most popular, the most listened one. We talk about Lex Friedman and Milan Kundera and、uh, so many different topics. And so I think today would be honor to have you on my English podcast. Then we just chat about lifestyle and culture diversity between the East and the West. Would Would you mind、uh, giving us?、Uh, Brief introduction about yourself. Tell us about your background in biology and、uh, how did you become who you are now? Sure. Yeah, it's 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 my honor to be here、um, chatting with you. Kiora, everyone.、Um, <laughs> greetings from Auckland. This is Alan Chen from Sapiens. I'm the co-founder of the brand Sapiens. That's the main thing I'm doing. The main business I'm doing at the moment. So、um, about my educational background. So I received my bachelor of engineering in back in China, my ma-、uh, and I was majored in bioengineering. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's、uh, if if anyone wonder what it is, it's just half biology and half engineering. It's I guess it's a pain in the ass. The <laughs> it, it wasn't easy. It was it wasn't an easy one, and and obviously it's not a an e- easy major to get you a a good job. So、um, I decided to keep on studying, but transferring from、um, engineering to something I more interested in, which is、um, biology. So I came to New Zealand for postgrad studies. I received, I've done some postgrad、um, courses, postgrad de, postgrad search, and then I received my master degree in biomedical science from the University of Auckland, and specialized in cancer biology. And which is、um, my、uh, absolute interest back back that time. So yeah, that's my、um, educational background.、Mm-hmm. It was during the postgrad study that I、um, I came across with some nutrition and sports science courses. So you know, just to earn the points, <laughs> 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 just just to earn the points. But、um, but you but I I found it quite interesting. Because it's different from what I thought that、mm-hmm. there's a disease and we we try to cure the disease, but with nutrition and with some、um, sports science that you realize there's something upstream of the diseases, like from、um, clinical nutrition nutrition to support disease、um, treatments, and also the nutrients in diabetes and such as just basic nutrients they have a role in disease preventions.、Mm-hmm. So this is like opening a door for me. It, it's not something I consider as a career path back then,、mm-hmm. but it's like planting a seed in my heart that, okay, so so there's more than just curing the disease. So there's something that,、uh, like diabetes and cancer, 
cancer, the more you study about them, they, the more that you realize they could, at, to some degree, be prevented. Like there are so many things contributing to that, and I'm not saying all of that, but um, some of that you can not absolutely preventing that, but to reduce the risk of that. So it's it's all about lifestyles and the environment factors that we that that, that we talk about. This gives me the um like the sight of separating the environmental factors from the genetics that I thought I thought disease are all about genetics, but then it's environmental factors as well. It's a complex set of um, factors. I didn't realize, but then now I look back, I think there was a report that actually changed me without me noticing. It was the second expert report. The name of that is Diet, Nutrition, Physical Activity, and Cancer. So it's like a linking a your lifestyle to cancer. Mm. It's a global perspective um, report done by the World Cancer Research Fund and the American Institute of Cancer Research. Mm -hmm. So it's a very important report. It summarizes some of the um, nutritional, some of the um, your lifestyle, and some of the environmental factors that you probably didn't even notice before. Mm. They rated these factors from highly convinced or seems possible. So they rated these contribution of these factors to cancer risks. So that was a mind opener. Uh, aha, aha moment <laughs> so, for you. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, oh wow, I didn't like. I know cigarettes are bad, <laughs> alcohols are bad, but um, it turns out some other, um, or say you didn't notice, but body fat is something affecting cancer as well. So there's a linkage between maybe between diabetes and cancer. And also um, some red meat. It's, it's, it's not like high risks, but it contributes a little to that. And, and also not sure if you, if, if, I'm not sure if you know this. Um, mm -hmm. there's, there's a plant that people chew. It, it's, it's, ah, binlang. Okay. I don't know the name of it. It's called binlang. Let me look into it. I just realized it's binlang. It's something. And, and, then, and then there's also a thing that is how people drink the yerba mate tea. It's not the tea itself, it's how they drink it in, in, in hot water. That will cause you another cancer as well. So they, these lots of things and the list of these factors. And it got me wondered, you know, what if some of the cancer patients, they knew about this 20 or 30 years ago, and they started to do something to prevent this? Could they be saved? You know, I started to wondering this. It's just like a small um, um, idea in, in my head. But back then, I was still, <laughs> I was still looking for some career path in the academic field. You know, because yeah. that's what that's what you study for, right? You, you want to become a scientist. But it was my, it was my it was my master project that defeated me, <laughs> and I had a painful time um, writing my thesis, and I was like. Um, is this what I'm good at? Um, or is this the path I should choose? And then, because I was, I was never a, a straight A student. We are Asian. We always um, get you know, A. You know, I'm Asian. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm Asian. <laughs> I'm, I'm I always get like 
B or B plus okay. at the most. You know,、yeah. uh, sometimes I get A minus. I'm not, I'm not a straight A student. I don't got a feeling that I can contribute a lot in this field. And there are so many talented people in this field already. You know, and so I so I try to think maybe. Can I maybe work in the pharmaceutical industry? But then I realized there's not much opportunities in in New Zealand unless I I want to go overseas. That's so when I chose my career path and between maybe getting a job、um, in some industry or maybe continue with this and do a PhD and then like listing all the pros and cons and my 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 own、um, capability and. And also the painful, <laughs> the painful memory from writing the thesis, the you know, and doing the experiments in the lab,、mm. and that all got me into. So you need to just get a job and and build a career、mm-hmm. there. So there, there's all there, there's 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 a field of、um, the pharmaceutical, nutraceutical as well. So、um, build, get to build a career、um, in in this field and instead of getting a PhD. So yeah, that's that's why I、um, got into the. Nutraceutical industry, because that's what New Zealand was famous for—the yeah, the yeah, natural the supplements, the dietary supplements. supplements.、Yeah. Yes, yes, it was back then. It was like a、um, rising industry, and、um, yeah, that's why I got into the nutraceutical industry. So I worked as a, I I worked in the supply chain,、mm, um, okay. and also also the NPD、uh, department、um, later on. So I got to know. More about the the ingredients, the raw materials, and、um, how you formulate these products, and、um, most importantly, the the cost of them. It's gonna be <laughs> so, you got to know,、right? yeah, you know the cost, like what what ingredients are actually expensive, how to formulate your、um, your your product to be like more profitable. So this is what I've learned in this、um, industry. And there's another important、um, decision, so、um, that I've I've made, which was because I now I'm I've I'm I'm working、um, with stable income, and I um I have a regular、um, working hours, so you know from nine to nine to five, up sometimes six years、yeah, nine to six, and um and the fact that I am I was turning thirty. <laughs>、uh-huh. <laughs> it was like the 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 last few month of my、um, of my twenties. So、um, these factors combined together, I've got the money, I've got、yeah. the leisure time. So I became a gym goer. So that that was the most important decision I've made for myself before、yeah. I turned thirty. So it, it was just it was just with the concept that no, I I I think I should do something. And New Zealand naturally got the environment to encourage people to. To go to the gym. I mean, lessons is doing a very encouraging thing to 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 people to join for people to join the gym. They've got the group fitness. Even I didn't I didn't heard of the group fitness before. I I was brought to the gym by my friend. So this was the the I'll say the most important switch, or like、uh, it opens a a a larger door because now I myself got into the Yeah. Say healthier lifestyle, and with my background, I started to think, how could these products actually fit into someone's life for pursuing a better health? 
And as a as a user myself, because now I, I I have a demand. With this demand, when I when I look for the suitable products on the on the market, especially for protein powders, I couldn't find any that I am happy to um, use like on a daily basis. I I was told I need that, but I couldn't find a product that satisfied me. That is a turning point. Well, I you didn't notice you didn't know that until like you maybe you look back and you will notice that mm-hmm. that was the turning point. You become a user, and a user with the knowledge of the background and also with the demand of a good product. So these things just naturally add together. So I'm I was thinking now I have the access <laughs> with some of the ingredients, <laughs> you know, with some of the ingredients, and 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 I have some like. With some of the, with the flavorings, and now I know what I need for the nutrition part. Can I try to make things for myself? Mm-hmm. It wasn't for like for business. It was like, can I make something for myself? Can I make can I make a protein powder? Like, is there a better protein um, powder that suits people like me who are um, lactose intolerant? Yeah, that was the That's main me. issue. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. the main issue because mm-hmm. uh, majority of the protein powders I tried on the market they all gives me protein parts yeah true because <laughs> so, i i i know that i noticed that i i might be lactose intolerant so mm. i was looking for something pure yeah a lot of asia got this problem yes yeah, so, yes so for me yeah so we need that yes it's, back it's, then i didn't find anything maybe maybe it's, it's fine for the kiwis but but um, for for asians that you if you you might not notice this before so when you see other people using this protein powder and 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 you go to try the popular one, it doesn't suit you. Yeah, you know? I even got a protein poison. Need to go to <laughs> hospital. Oh my god! Because <laughs> I'm such a tiny one, and I drink the dose for adult, grow up adult guy, oh. plus the lactose intolerance. Oh, yeah, was like shit. Oh damn! Oh damn! <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but anyway. Yeah, back to you. <laughs> yeah, so that that was the um that was the turning point I I would say, mm. and um also it 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 was back back in that time I met my business partner. It's very important. So it's the third <laughs> third critical uh, um point. Yeah. So because uh, she is she's got a business mind, I should say. Yeah. She's got no. a business mind, and she could turn ideas into business mm-hmm. it's really different when you when you have a you have a good product that you find it really good but how are you gonna put it onto the market mm-hmm. how you position that what's the price that that you're gonna sell at these are the things that i would not think of, thought about because i don't have that mindset or a business mind back then. I'm I'm learning from her now. So just gradually learning from her. She's very good at us. She's a brilliant mind. So now we have um, ideas for products. We notice that there are girls like us, Asian girls, who lift weights or who wants to look better, and who got this need for some um, sports supplements. But what they can find on the market maybe are all for different um, groups of users. So they're not specifically for us. Maybe they're 
maybe we have maybe our own meat preference on the flavoring as well. So the, so now now we have an idea. We turn into the business. This is that was the start of our own brand. It's called Sapiens.、Mm. What what's the meaning behind? Why why you pick up this name and、uh, what's the mission you want to achieve? I don't know. It just naturally came into my mind. I think we should call it Sapiens. I think it means a lot. It's a it's a it's a name that could that could get lots of meanings. The most important one is I. I want people to、mm-hmm. notice that we are all sapiens. There's only one Homo species left on this planet, and we might have some differences, true, true, true. but we、yeah. actually have way more in common.、Mm-hmm. I mean, physical, <laughs> physiologically, way more in common than differences. So this is something that we we tend to bring people together with what we have in common as a, as a Homo sapiens. Also, also, it was、uh, a thank to、um, uh, Yuval Harari. Ah,、uh, yeah, he wrote the book. <laughs> the, the book, <laughs> Homo、yeah. Sapiens. So, if you tell people that we are Homo Sapiens, you know, you, I'm not sure if you if you, if 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 you watch this episode、mm-hmm. from Friends, when Ross introduced the <laughs> when Ross introduced the whole it was Homo Sapiens or something when he introduced the study of on Homo Sapiens and. And Rachel and Joey were sitting down there, listening to them and laughing on the word "homo." Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so previously, not much people noticed that、um, species-wise, we are we are just one species. We will maybe emphasize a lot on skin colors, on countries like nationalities, but we are actually just one species. So, so、mm. this is to emphasize that we are all. Um, sapiens, and we focus. The brand tend to focus more on the the basic need as a sapiens, like without any、yeah. so like sociological,、mm-hmm. without any um like other factors, but back to the basics, like what we need as a Homo sapiens, the nutrition we need, the exercise we need. This this is why I think the the, the brand name sapiens. Um, could mean a lot, so that's that's why we we chose that. And also maybe a <laughs> maybe a final reminder before we get into the、um, the digitalized world, the digital world. <laughs> yeah, upload our thoughts and ideas to the cloud. Yes, the metaverse actually. The <laughs> yeah, the the conversation yeah. between Lex,、oh, and, Lex and Mark and Zuckerberg.、Uh-huh. Uh, that that. That surprised me a lot in, in the metaverse. I don't, yeah. Yeah. When I listen to that episode, I wish we could yeah, do that. Yeah. <laughs> when I just listen, I was like, okay, whatever. But when I watch the video, yes, like, what are you guys doing? Yes, <laughs> well, well, you you can't tell maybe just by the、so、video,、real. you can't tell that they are actually thousands of miles away. Yeah. Fortunately, um, pro- probably the nutrition and physical health. Is the last thing that we can ditch、mm-hmm. before getting into metaverse.、Mm. We need a good body. We still need it. Yeah, to <laughs> yes, last long enough, we can <laughs> go to the next. Yes, yes, we we can do lots of things in 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 the in, in the digital world,、uh-huh. but we still need something to yeah, to neutralize ourselves. <laughs>、uh, yeah. So you know, there's a very different beauty standard between Asia and the Western、mm-hmm. country. Before I moved to New Zealand. I thought, yeah, I need to be look very pure white, so skinny. 
<laughs> yeah, so it's such a shift for me because you know now I do CrossFit. A lot of my Chinese friends they couldn't understand like why do you want to build muscle and get a tent, but I feel like I'm more healthier and more happier than ever before. Because before I always follow that Asian beauty standards, so I starving myself, and every time. I, I got my period. I, I was like, oh, such a painful thing. But since I joined the group fitness, less males, and now I do CrossFit, I never had a, any day I feel such a painful during period. And uh, from my daily life, I just feel so energetic. How did you make this shift? Because you know, you grow up in China, and you also know the Asian girls. They all like that kind of、uh, beauty standard. But in Western culture, is more Yeah, different. It's actually、um, correlated with what we are doing、um, as as sapiens. It's it's correlated because we started with、um, supplements and、um, functional food, but it's during the process of like during the cells,、uh, we we notice that we have to keep explaining that why you need this product, and we notice、mm-hmm. lots of Asian girls. They don't realize, you know, you know, they don't realize they need us. Even they are going to the gym, you know, their their gym goal is even they do exercise, but they don't realize that they need nutrition. Not not necessarily building muscles, but they they don't realize that they need um nutrition to support that. And also, like you said, the、uh, the the target, the the body image target between Eastern and Western. I won't say hugely different, but there is a difference.、Um, as I as I experience or as I can、mm-hmm. see, e- even I study bioengineering, it's it's something that I'll, I'll say tr- I'm an engineer, you know, because I got an engineering degree. I'm an engineer, and I focus more on how it works and how it perform, how the system perform.、Mm. So this is what I focus on, and and that's what I how I evaluate my body. The appearance or the function, the functionality of it. That's why I started、um, going to the gym because I, I think I feel something. It, it, it's not a disease, but you just don't feel energetic,、yeah. like you said, not not energetic. And and the pain of pain. That's something that、uh, pushes me into the gym. It, it it wasn't like I I I want a flat tummy or I I want to slim down、mm-hmm. my my thigh. I that wasn't me.、Uh, it's it's only because I was.、Um, Most of the time, I don't reckon as、uh, I I don't think of myself as you are you are a, a Asian girl Asian woman that that's what you should do that I don't I don't limit myself with that so that's that's a reason that's one of the reasons that I don't give an f of how others think about my my body image <laughs> but it is an issue in China and for Asian girls and the more we sell our products to Asian girls. The more we notice, so instead of saying that、um, you should gain some muscle, what we what we try to do is you can be slim, but at the same time very athletic. You, you know some you know there are some ath- the endurance athletes they're very slim, but they're also athletic, right? So you could be slim, and there are many types of healthy body types. So if we can't change that, if we can't change the mindset they want to look slim, can we change the way they pursue the body shape? You know, 
that's that that's where we found um we could what we could do is along with the products we could do content and education i remember talking to you like five or little five years ago that we were sitting in in a cafe in auckland i told you the next step of of sapiens is is education mm. and 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 now we are doing that a lot of chinese um, women are facing the criticism yeah um from I don't know from mm-hmm. from from the internet. You know, every time you post a photo, people will say that your legs are your legs are yeah, so or fat. Your tummy is out. Like very toxic environment. Yeah, it's the the only acceptable body image for even for celebrities is skinny and white. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I don't understand why you have to look white. You know, yellow is a good color. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's skin color. It's yeah. the only acceptable, it's the only popular body image. But it's it's changing now. It's not not just because of us. Obviously, it's because of the uh, lots of people who who have seen the world, um, enjoyed or grown up in the in the environment without such a body shaming. So they came to China. They Telling people you don't have to do this, you don't have to be like that. So it's the information that、um, yeah open the door to yeah communication、yeah. that opens the options for for the、um, for for those girls. So that's that's the situation in um in um in China. But what I <laughs> what I think there's something、yeah. you, I I'm I'm quite concerned as well in. Not maybe not in New Zealand, but from social medias in 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 the Western countries like、um, I'll say America, yeah,、um, from social media information that body positivity has become something that doesn't allow people talking about the body size. So it it's become something else. So in in China, it's like it's like you are、um, you, there's only one body type to. Follow, but now it's opening other options. I'll say one downside of that is people now tend to look. Um, they they know that um they want a athletic body figure.、Mm-hmm. Um, but the the image that they pursue is from、mm. say a IFBB pro bikini athlete, and um. So it's another type of body image, that so it it's just shifting from one body image into another, you know, it's like a, but the point is to have differences, to allow difference, you know, but it's getting better. It's other options coming in, but some people are taking a new option as a new standard, and which I don't think is the. Right way to do, but that that that's why I think the 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 sapiens community is so important because we we keep telling girls that、um, we keep keep telling our members that within the range with the base of a health with a healthy lifestyle with the base of a good health, you can look whatever you like. You don't have to look like a bikini、um, athlete. You don't have to look like a、um, bodybuilder. AIFB Pro. You don't have to grow big muscles if you don't want to. Slimmer, slim is good. Slim is not wrong. 
it's just pursuing the 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 slimness with the wrong method is wrong. So it's not the body size, but body type itself is wrong. But on the other hand, on the on the in the east in the Western society, it becomes like you can't even talk about losing weight or or you know cutting your waistline. It becoming some it's becoming some something so sensitive, very extreme. Yeah, something so sensitive, and I think it, it's time it should be separating. Um, what is the scientific health suggestion um, from mm. the um, some body shaming? Because um, it 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 does it, it it is a personal choice that you want to be or not. But it could be that lots of people didn't realize the um, the harm mm-hmm. or the risk yeah. factors or the risks they are facing, or maybe they are. Looking for help, but it was covered by the voice of being body positive. You know, I, I'm I'm not a sociologist, you know, <laughs> so I, I I can't speak too much of on, on this topic. All, all, we will be cancelled if is, we speak too much. <laughs> all I can say is there is a so so called um standard. It was because、mm. it's based on so many studies that we found um. Not we, but、uh, scientists found linkage between a、um, a overweight situation、yeah. and with、um, some diseases. Like I said,、um, mm-hmm. higher body fat is linked with cancer risk. So maybe many people don't realize this. I think it it there's no it it's it's not、um, either or, right? I think we can have it both. You could be happy about your own. Body,、mm-hmm. but at the meantime, you could do something to make it healthier. It, it, there, there's no conflict, so that's something I I think in the Western society that that um not bothers me, but I think is uh it's something that we we could talk about or we could discuss about or pay attention to um when we talk about the um the body imaging or the the、uh, body positivity. That's that's what Sapiens trying to do though in 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 China. Is to、um, to introduce body positivity in a <laughs> in a healthy way <laughs> in a healthy way. So yeah, you know the Sapiens Club. Uh, you wrote a lot of educational content, and I know how hard it is to turn、uh, scientific papers into a kind of a casual or easy to understand language. How do you like no? So what was your process of absorbing those、uh, hard science papers, then turn it into a public, easy to understand knowledge to your members? <laughs> okay, so you want to know my、um, secret recipe? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's no secret. It's just what I've been trained to do during my、um, during my、uh, master's. Uh, my postgrad studies. That's what I've been trained to do: mm. to um, read papers and to summarize them, and to write reviews and evaluate and write some reviews on that. So this it's 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 what I've been trained to. So it's I won't say it's easy for me because、um, I I didn't. So when when someone asks me about a topic, or when I realize people are discussing on a topic, but they see there seems to be some Confusions in there, so I then I will do research、um, on that specific topic 
for example, should you do um, faster cardio? Like, you know, how long should yeah. you be fasting for? Or say, should you build muscle first or lose fat first? Or, you know, things like those. And then people ask during the, in our community that you, you will realize people are still um, confused about these concepts. And, and then I will do some scientific um, research on those, mainly on the, um, the, the research I use mainly were the, science, the systematic reviews or meta-analysis. These are the, not sure if I should say this, is the highest mm -hmm. level of evidence. So it summarizes all the related studies. So, so the scientist has already summarized something for me. All I need to do is just read what they've done and but found some other similar um, systematic reviews and put them together and are they in, in what, what's, what they have in agreement and um, what is still controversial. So I summarize that what, um, what we know from what we don't know yet and what we know. And then also maybe I will introduce some um, suggestion of guidelines from, the, mm -hmm. from some official um, associations and then combine them together and to answer the initial questions. Answering the question with questions, say, what it is, what the evidence now is saying, and what should we do? Sure. So it, it, all, it, it should all turn into a practical suggestion. Mm -hmm. that, that, that's, that's the purpose of that. And that's, that's the purpose of, um, of us building the community of, of sapiens as well, is mm -hmm. to transferring the scientific studies into mm -hmm. a uh, more practical advice yeah. that we could apply to our daily life. Some are still at the early stage, and it's, it's not something that you can use as a practical thing. Maybe the only effort I put into, but besides um, doing the research, is to finding the linkage. I remember there was one topic I realized people talking to talk about a lot is do um, do you lose muscle if you do cardio? That's a common question. Yeah, <laughs> will you lose muscle if you do card cardio? So it's it's, it's like a you know, it's like a question that when you see the question, you don't have an, like a scientific idea on that. So I, so I did some um, research and then I, so it, what I put into this article is the first is the concept. So I try to, I try to explain the concept of losing muscle. That's what I try to um, uh, answer first. So there's a difference, there's a fundamental difference between um, making less um, profit margin and having an actual financial loss. Mm. So that applies to your muscle as well. So there's a difference. You are not gaining as much muscle as you wish or, or you are actually losing muscle. It's different. One is not having a maximum gain, and one is mm. uh, possibly a disease, what we call sarcopenia. So that's the loss of muscle. So the, that's the first thing I addressed. So that's not something that you can you can find from the um, from any scientific research, but that's something that you need to transfer mm. from a a, uh, a a question into a scientific question. 
you know, and then you, I will, what, what I looked for is, so what I'm looking for is, would cardio affect the effect of your resistance training? So that will make it like easier, like that makes the topic easier to adapt to a scientific idea, which is concurrent mm. training that you train cardio and strength together, then that's where you could, I could find um, scientific evidences to address the question. So um, it, takes a pro- so it, it, it takes a process to translate, <laughs> to translate a common question into a scientific question to, um, by maybe defining some, um, some definitions like uh, clarifying some definitions and then finding something, um, how to address the question in a more scientific way. That's, that's how you can find um, evidences for that to support that or to prove that or to prove it wrong. You know? So that's the, that's the part my effort was. <laughs> um, I didn't do the research. I didn't do the studies. You know? I didn't do the studies. I, I'm not the one who who did a, the search of multiple RCTs and then putting them all together in the system matter review. I, I'm not the one doing that. I'm just adapting their results and comparing their results. But I'm, I'm the one translating from, from daily questions to scientific questions and then translating it back. Like, so what you can pick up from these, um, the result of these studies. And they, they're telling you that if you separate them apart, with at least six hours, then um, the effect could be reduced. And if you're separating them with 24 hours, then the, the, it's, it, there, there's got a minimum effect as long as you're doing resistance training. I mean, if, you're, if your time of cardio affects your time or efforts on the resistance training, then it's not the cardio that affects your gain. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that you reduced your resistance training effort that affects your gain. But again, affecting your gain is not, this does not necessarily mean creating a loss, having a loss. So that I think that, that kind of clarifies this um, question and idea. And that was, um, mm. I remember talking to like, yeah. after, after writing this um, article and, and telling them the, these findings, I remember um, a lot of them were find it very, very useful. And now, now every time if anyone asks, can I do cardio after, like, or, or can, can, can I do cardio if I, if I want to um, gain muscles? Because, you know, girls gain muscles for, like, mainly for, um, for glute, for, 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 for hips, yeah. So, but, so we, we still do, we still, like, want to gain muscles. Um, and when someone asks that, and then someone else would tell them that um, you just need to separate them um, for six or maybe twenty-four hours, then you can st- you can still do some cardio. Just don't be, don't be too much, you know. Focus on what you try to what you're trying to um, do. And lots of girls who's even during the muscle gains that they still do some cardio um, um, trainings that because um, they know this is good for their cardiorespiratory health. So it's got um, it, it all comes to the um, pros and pros and cons. And once you understand the underlying um, mechanism, or you understand the um, the facts, that it will help you with your choices on your training, or maybe on your on your daily nutrition. So I think that's that, that that's something that I found mm, very rewarding 
you know, all your all your hard works turned into their practical guidelines, and they they will benefit out of that. That that's very rewarding. True, yeah, I feel like you are like a Chinese version of、uh, Andrew Huberman. Oh no, <laughs> he's also doing the kind of a similar thing. Is to turn the very hardcore science studies into a Daily knowledge, so people can take away from his podcast and put into practice. He in- inspired me. I I have to say, he inspired me a lot on how to,、um, like, translating science into daily useful tools for for better health. The difference is, <laughs> he is a scientist, and I'm I'm merely just a science communicator. And or、uh, trying to、um, summarize what scientists has、mm-hmm. have done, and tr- just doing my part translating that to to the audience. So、uh, just maybe trying to copy what he has done for for his audience. That that so so that that is my my goal as well. And I what I appreciate is I learn through this process as well because. I don't have all the answers to all the questions, but through the process, I learn as well, and that's very important.、Mm-hmm. As、yeah. whether you are a scientist or or in any fields, if you only depends on the knowledge that you've learned before, then it's gonna run out one day. So you you need to keep on learning. Yeah. So I I I learn a lot from from、um, Huberman. I was actually I remember I was actually one of the earliest. Um, translator of his podcast. Yeah, I remember like <laughs>、uh, three or four years ago when be- before he turns so big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it was after his talk with Lex, round one or round two, and then I started to summarizing and translating all,、uh, the the the、uh, the, mm. the notes I took from his podcast, and then、um, yeah. into Chinese, and then pop, and and then.、Um, Just posting onto my my social media. I I stopped doing that when I realized there are people、um, taking his videos and then just translating that with AI.、Mm, yeah, <laughs> <Save> <laughs> which you a lot is like time.、Uh, yeah, that saves a lot of time. And I was like, okay, <laughs> so so yeah, so they don't need me anymore. But and and I could spend the time、um, on on other topics that.、Um, Maybe maybe the sapiens girls will be、yeah. more interested in in from our daily lives. That that's、mm-hmm. where I got the、um, I got the questions from to summarize、yeah. from their daily questions. I think it's it's really good to have a community that you will directly link to your、um, your users or your members. You 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 know what they are doing every day, the the problems or the question they're facing every day. So that that's very um it it they it is like a So how how does it? It's 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 communication. It's not one way of information giving.、Mm. That's 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 what I found very um. That that's the rewarding part of of this business. Yeah. Apart from、uh, using written contact to communicate with your member, you also do a live streaming. Yes. I know so many people are very curious about、uh, how do you become a live streaming host? Like what was your Experience like we have two different accounts now. One is for um for um you you know the live、mm-hmm. streaming selling like sell products with the live stream. Um, 
my my business partner is doing is running that account that she hosts a live stream every day on a daily basis every day it's very huge amount of work that she selects so she started that to um at, at the beginning is to sell sapiens products um but then since you're doing that and why not just make the best out of it you know mm. so so we um, selected some other products as well not competitors not direct competitors but products that sapiens girls from like sapiens girls from our community they what they they need not just for supplements they probably need um healthy snacks you know the, the most important thing is um, gym, gym gears outfits skincare they all relates with um not, not a healthier lifestyle it's just it, it's what you need in, in your life so that's that's what so um we have a an account that's running live stream on a daily basis um, mm. um introducing and selling different products to not just our members but to all the followers so these members so the members that I'm, I'm talking about are the core members of sapiens but we still got um, lots of followers for um, on, on our account and um, the live streaming I'm doing is on a weekly basis and yeah I'll copy that from Huberman Lab <laughs> <laughs> on a day on a weekly basis yeah. it's it's simply because it, it requires more time to prepare sure. uh, I'm not a a um, say I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a famous scientist with years of experience and with lots of knowledge in my head so I, I need to be I need to prepare before mm. that. So um, it, it's, it's like a um, live stream that, because um, I, I wrote articles before, um, and then we run a, um, like a seminar of mm. the particular topic yeah. um, in, in our community. But, um, you know, talking in, you know, typing, it's low efficient. It's not efficient at all. So I was like, why don't we just move it to the live stream to answer these questions and to to address the um the contents of the of the article of the research i have just done you know or and and maybe we can talk about some new new topics or new trends on the on the on the um on the social media so that's 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 why we started to do a um like a knowledge sharing live stream that's 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 at the beginning it was for our members to better understand the concept the the the, the diet the the exercises for um in in the sapiens community and also to better understand um some 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 articles that i've written um the concept the some misunderstandings or some misconceptions or some questions yeah. um and and now it became on became a regular um weekly live stream to answer questions and also to explain concepts that yeah. um, scientific concepts so that 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 that's what that's that's how we um and then found it is, is a very um, efficient tool to um communicate mm-hmm. with the users not just the members but the um but, but the users it's a big internet out there there are lots of people out there but with your with the with the proper content you will um, attract proper uh, audience users, yeah. the, the audience. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I remember I was invited by you 
at the uh, at the new year about uh, cultivate uh, habit. Yes, yes. Yeah, a diary, writing a journal can be record your daily input of food or doing exercise. <laughs> Just uh, yeah, cultivate some good habits. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I love the members of from your community. They are like very have very positive attitude and eager to try different methods to improve their life quality. Yeah, that that's what I appreciate. Um, because our, our our members um, it's like you're gathering a group of people with the same value. It's very hard. So we build it up from from doing fat loss camps yeah, yeah, <laughs> in yeah. 2018. It's because that that that's that's the you know, you know, that's something that attracts people. But then you'll realize that some people come and go, but some people will stay and listen to you. And these are the people that we value. So these are the core, became the core members. And we started with uh, just a, a few dozen and maybe an, into a uh, 100, 200. And now we have nearly 500 core members um, of our community. Um, but we have nearly uh, 100k of followers, wow, <laughs> like like it's, it's like on the edge, on the edge of our of our member community. So um, wow, that yeah, the yeah, the, that's what I appreciate is that um, they share the same. They stay because they share the same value, and then because mm-hmm. we share the same value, and we can we group grouping together, we are we are stronger. We we reemphasize on the importance of this um, core value of sapiens. And then we expand that to more. And the, the, the best time I have from this community is when, when a member t- tells us that I introduced these um, methods to my family and now they, they gain a better health, like um, better, better improvement on blood glucose, better improvement on the, um, on the, um, on the fat um, content. And also, is some girls will tell tell us that um, people mm-hmm. around her changed their perception on her, e- even even her husband. So, like the, the closest of her family, they changed the perception on, of her. That they they notice that she's been more independent, stronger, more energetic, more positively thinking. You know more um, passionate about doing her own um, things and very persistent on gaining a, um, like on training, on exercising. And so that's, that's something very um, rewarding. And that's, yeah, I, I think that's the most valuable thing of this um, community is we having a core value and then people, um, more people with the same value will join us. It might it might be slow, but it's mm-hmm. it's tight. That that's that's what I think. Yeah. yeah. I, I joined one of the camp in twenty nineteen. <laughs> I did the intermittent fasting and doing daily exercise. And also my cousin saw my transformation. <laughs> so she lives in China, so she kind of influenced by those uh, different beauty standards. Mm-hmm. But uh, ever since she noticed my transformation, and then she, she started to doing exercise as well. I find it's very rewarding. You don't need to tell people what you do. You just show them, okay, I changed. And they found, oh, you, you're becoming like more happier and uh, more energetic. Mm. I want to follow your path as well. Yeah. yeah. 
and my yeah my mom likes to watch uh, Starmer's Yoko founder mm. <laughs> live stream and buy some nutritional <laughs> products, <laughs> which is great because you know there's so many fake or dishonest products in nutritional yeah. world. So it's very important to find a trustworthy person to follow than just buy from. Yeah, reputation is something we value the most. Yeah, for building a brand, sometimes True. it might get in the way of making some profit, but it's something that. Yeah. If you lose, that you lose the yeah. brand. So curious to know, what's your daily yeah. routine like? Because you do, you are like an entrepreneur, and you need to take care of your health. How do you balance your time and energy? I'm still not quite comfortable of calling myself entrepreneur. You know, I'm just a, I'm just someone doing what I like, yeah. and hoping <laughs> others will do will, will will like what we do. You know, yeah. so uh, but uh, but but there's. There's still some um, work I need to do on a daily basis to run the to run the company, uh, and also to run the community. So my role is still in a uh, in, in the research and development, and also some te- and also technical director. But previously, I do daily workout plans for the community, and now it's handled it's, it's passed on to. Um, to other trainers that um, the trainers were trained under our system. Mm. That, that was something I, I was very proud of. That because um, we, it's not just me. Okay. It, it's um, it's me, and we we trained some trainers within our system to um, who who can implement the um, the idea and the concept to help others. And so yeah, so I passed it on, and but. Now I am more focused on getting new um, like like courses running. Some are short term, some are long term, and some are like the courses that we that we train the 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 trainers, or the like or we say the teachers, the trainers. My my main yeah. role is like running this part, um, and my daily routine is not much of like a routine. I basically do um, what I whatever I need to do, but. Um, on a daily basis, I have to finish the. Uh, I have to finish my reading of the day. That's very essential. Um, I look um, into different scientific topics. Sometimes just randomly, you know. Sometimes, sometimes just random, randomly browsing on the on the internet, saying, "Oh, what's new? Let me see." And sometimes it's just when when a question pops in my mind, and I was like, "Yeah, that's a question." Mm. And why, you know? And then I will start doing some research. That could take. Like a whole morning of that, because sometimes yeah. it's random without a purpose. <laughs> <laughs> but but, but some, sometimes if, if if I got more things, to, other things to do, then I would just limit that to one or two hours. And then uh, um, there's a uh, my quite critical or essential for me is my daily training. Sometimes I train in my home gym. Sometimes I go to the go to the gym. It's just to keep my eyes open. For outside the community, so to see others, other demands or possibilities out there, so um, that's quite important for me. Uh, but I I normally train at night, so it's like I have a whole day to deal with what I need to do on that particular day, and all the time, from um, from finishing my mm. um, article reading to starting my daily training. These are the time allocated for work. 
So because I I don't I don't think the um the reading part is the work. It's it's, it's more like a habit. It's more like um keeping myself um sane and and um updated. That's something that I enjoy. So that's that's just part of that. And and after training, sometimes I have um meetings, but sometimes I don't. And if I don't, and I that's my leisure and reading time sometimes listening to a book or just browsing on the internet for random things mm -hmm. yes and sometimes yeah. scrolling on the on the phone to <laughs> to to see what's going on on the social media and to sometimes to surprise myself or <laughs> shocking to get shocked <laughs> The trending topics on Weibo is just uh, yeah, mind blowing. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and sometimes just just writing something to to debate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to sharing some some facts, or just to 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 telling others that this is not the case, you know. And it could it could be very um, it it could get uh you, you know you sometimes get very stressed. From these, I don't get stressed from work. <laughs> <laughs> I probably get I, I get stressed from social media yeah. and from responding to others. Yeah, I think you should learn from Joe Rogan, just uh, not look at it. Or whatever. Yeah, that's, yeah that, that's what I told you the other day. Like, like <laughs> never yeah. look back to your poops. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, so that's that's just my my daily routine. So kind of like job, yeah. gym, reading, reading in science, and reading in just random random books. Yeah, that's that's basically my my daily life, and yeah. feeding my cat as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. As uh, I think last year we we set up the goal to read at least one Russian writer's book. It's such a. <laughs> I feel so proud of myself. I finished one because it's so hard to read. It's it's easier if you use audiobooks. <laughs> I I have to say, audiobooks saved my app. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When I'm when I, when I'm driving or like when I'm just doing random things and with you don't have to think too much, then it's the best time to mm -hmm. to listen to the book. So I, I I highly recommend um audiobooks. I normally just listen to podcast, and uh, I still feel like uh, reading a paper version. I will remember the content longer. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it really depends on the individual's habit. It's a luxury now. Mm. <laughs> you know, reading a paper book. Yeah. It's a luxury now. Not just not just because it's not just because it's expensive. <laughs> and it's also because the it's the time that you have to be fully concentrated. Mm, true. And I know it's different, but it's 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 kind of a luxury. I have to say it's a luxury, mm. and it, it, it only happens when 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 I go to the beach and just and enjoy the sun bath. You know that that's the time that I could read some paper books. Uh, most of the time, I'm just um listening to 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 the books. And do you have any advice or suggestion for people who wants to build a healthy lifestyle? Instead of um sharing some tips, I think maybe it would be better if I share some. Um, mm -hmm. Mindsets that probably could um, could save them, um, you, you know, could help people to make their own decision mm -hmm. because you know it 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 all comes to personalize personalization. True, Everyone true. is different. We're living a different life. We we have access to different resources. So so instead of telling you what to eat, what to buy, maybe maybe it's better just sharing some um, mindsets that I found quite um, important. 
to not just myself but also to my members, and I hope will be um, useful for for the audience. There are three of them that I summarized. So the first one is every effort counts. It <laughs> sound like maybe it sound lame or, or like oh you don't say, it, but is that people normally maybe they don't realize that every effort counts because sometimes they they probably will be told that you have to do the training in this way, three sets of this, five sets of that, mm-hmm. and then do that, do that, and there's a whole hour of training. You've you've probably been told to um, yeah. to um, do the perfect training program. Of it's it's not suitable for everyone, you know. Sure. It probably that's probably some something that's stopping people from going to the gym. They they might think that if I only have ten minutes, then 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 the the, the training. The program might be wasted, you know, if I only do it for for ten minutes. But what I what I want to address is every effort counts for health, you know. Um, for 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 example, is um, you know when we were recommended by taking eight to ten k steps daily, you, you know, there are some recommendations that you need to you need to take um eight to ten k steps every day to stay healthy but then there are some recent studies found out if you're older then 6 6k is enough and there are some some other and there there's another study finding found that the minimum steps you need to take to make a change in your um, disease risk is 2 to 3k or 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 if you want to improve your health it's 11 minutes of walk every day you know when 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 the world health organization um tells us to to work out 150 minutes per week not many people can do that and some might think if i can't do 150 and if i can only do 100 then the time is wasted then i'd rather not doing that but it's not the case in even just 11 minutes every day of walking is is good the minimum you just walk two to three k, it could make a change. And even a recent paper is saying that doing five flights of stairs, just climb five five floors, could make a difference. You know, it, it's it's like say every step counts, and the scientists are trying so hard to tell us every step counts. Just start doing something, because it's not just because how how many steps you you you've walked or it's 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 more about the every minute. Just just remember this: every minute you exercise, it reduces or deducts one minute from your prolonged sitting. Okay. Because it's it's not the exercise that makes a huge difference. It's the exercise plus the reduction of your sitting, the sitting time, because that's what um, that's what harms you, and then now you you take that time and put that into. Just simple walking, or just um, or just taking the stairs. Yeah, it it it's 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 it still makes a difference. And and also there are some recent studies on um, exercise snacks. There's a term called exercise snacks. The definition is um, some vigorous um, ex- like super high intensity exercises, um, lasting less than one minute, and that's that's one that's one single bout, just one less than one minute, about 30, 30 seconds, twenty to thirty seconds, and you do it multiple times per day. So say three to three to four or times per day. Um, it's called exercise snacks, 
or activity snacks, or some call it um, VILPA, uh, vigorous intermittent lifestyle physical activity. It's a long name. Um, some examples, some examples, um, like chasing the bus. <laughs> That that is a okay, very good exercise yeah. snack. Like you have to yeah. run, right? You have to run fast, <laughs> or like just just catching the metro, yeah. the metro train. Just catching the metro train, you have to run fast, and and you and you have to run down the stairs, or maybe run up yeah. the stairs, or just just running up or down the stairs at um during yeah. your lunch time, or maybe just do some air squats or burpees in your office. You know, these are all counted as um, exercise snacks. So. Doing in a total of three to four minutes per day, you know, each time it's less than one minute, and you do three or four times every day. Just different, or maybe you just play with your kids that you just chase them. So it's that's also an activity. Mm-hmm. Three three to four minutes per day, adding together, and then three to four times a week. So mm-hmm. that will help you with your cardio um, respiratory fitness. So it's something that could make a change. I'm not saying doing these or saying, I'm not saying like doing these will make you a Olympic medalist. No, no, definitely no. You need to put efforts, more efforts in there. But the efforts you put in, you're gonna gain something out of that. It's 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 not wasted. And also for the for muscle gains as well. When when you think of I I don't have the time for three sets. Can I do one set? Yes. One set, you you do one set, you you have one set of gains. But if you do three sets, you get three sets of gains. It's just the it's just the, the level of the gains is different. But it doesn't mean that if you're only doing one set per day, you're not getting gains it's, or or you're losing muscle. It's definitely not the case. At least you're make you you're you you're having a good habit on exercising. You know this this could be a if this is what you can. If this is all you can do, then this could you could get mm. benefits out of it. But it, but maybe maybe the yeah. best maybe um, we can also take this as a initial point. So maybe you will mm. you build up a habit, and then you will um, become more prone to exercising. You don't you're not afraid of doing exercising anymore. You have the experience. You have and you have the um, you have the basic levels of exercising. And the most amazing one I have to share this. The most amazing one is a recent study that I've read. It's a three-second bicep curl, just three seconds every day. Just do one one rep, but one rep lasts three seconds because it's an eccentric. It's an eccentric. It's just um, it's like um, lowering down your arm with control, but holding some weights on on your on on your hand. Lowering uh, it's an eccentric phase. So three seconds of eccentric bicep curl um just one three seconds and three to five times per week into lead um led to an increase in your muscle strength and muscle size it's an increase i'm not saying a huge increase but even just a three second workout every day counts you know it's a starting point once you've done once you've done one every day, you probably think maybe I can do two today. You know, it's a starting point. Just don't 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 get the mindset if I can't be per if it, if the training can't be perfect, then it's not worth it. No, just do 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 the do the damn training at whatever um level you can do because every effort counts. That's the first mindset. I think I I hope that will 
um, encourage more people to start doing something. It reminds me about when I was working in New Zealand, last mail just downstairs of my office. So I do a half an hour hate training. Mm-hmm. I think just those half an hour added up helped me to build this habit to become a dream goer. Because before I was like, ah, nah, I don't want to go. But uh, yeah, every like using this lunchtime break, mm-hmm. half an hour every day, slowly. Mm-hmm. And 30 minutes HIT is not just, um, <laughs> it's not just like a, a small thing. It's, it's actually a, a very uh, high intensity. Yeah, it's a very good um, yeah. Yeah. Even just doing yeah. six minutes of it, like there's a study showing, even just doing mm-hmm. six minutes of it is very beneficial. So do what you can do, and and yeah. and you will get what you've done you know, out of out of what you've done. Yeah. So um, mm-hmm. and it kind of links to yeah. the second mindset that I want to share is, um, I got this quote. I quoted this from Flexible Dieting by Alan um Alan Aragon. Mm-hmm. It's from from the recent from the recent books I'm I'm reading. So it's it's mm. a quote: "What you can sustain in the long term is more important mm. than what is supposedly ideal." So it just yeah. emphasizes on what what um on on the 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 thing I've just said. So thinking about building a habit, a a long term thing mm. that you can sustain. And mm. it's made um not just the exercising part. It's also also um more people. A lot of people are facing difficulties mm. in di- uh, in diet. Yes, especially in fasting. Everyone's know. Everyone knows that fasting is good for you. They know sixteen eight. Somebody might might want to do prolonged mm. fasting. I don't recommend doing that on a very regular basis. That's not something that you need to build like build up like, as a habit. But sixteen eight is something that you can do on a daily basis. Mm. This was the, um it was firstly introduced by Dr. Panda. Um, and he's got a really good book on the circadian mm-hmm. code. If if anyone's interested, sixteen hours of fasting might not be suitable for yeah. everyone, because we have different social clocks. You know, <laughs> um, some some people have kids. They want they they have to get up early, and they have to have dinner with their with a the family. Mm-hmm. They can't do sixteen hours. Mm-hmm. If you can do it, maybe on a Maybe maybe you can do it for a week, but then you will realize that your your life is more messed up than getting better. So in this case, then even just do a fourteen hours, or just do a twelve hour basic, will be better than not doing it at all. You know, some people will just say, if I can't do sixteen, I'll just quit. You know, then just do something, uh, pick a pattern that you could sustain. It will and. Goes and fits in well into your life. That is very very critical, and that's what we advised um our 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 members as well. I mean, sixteen eight is the ideal situation. It if you can do that, perfect. If you can't do that, you're not losing anything because you gain what you can do from what you can do, right? It, you you build up a um sustainable lifestyle that you are happy with, and it fits in well with your. With your daily life, then that is what that is more important than having a short time period of perfect lifestyle, but you can't sustain at all. So it's it's kind of still the same um concept as what 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 we just introduced with the with diet. There's another the third mindset that I want to introduce is when we talk about 
fat loss. We 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 always talk about eat less and, and move more. You know, <laughs> yeah. um, but I I wish I hope everyone could think about eating better before thinking about eating less because you're probably yeah. not eating you're not eating too much. You're just eating the wrong type of food that makes the calorie that that adds the calories up. So it's the most um, the um, the most important thing is to reduce highly processed food. So rather than eating 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 less, telling you telling yourself, I can't eat this, I can't eat I can't eat this much. Rice is bad for me. Um, bread is bad for me, or like meat is bad for me. Maybe look for the highly processed food from the diet and kick them out. Because that would because ch- these type of food would change your mind. It will makes you feel hunger when you should not. So these are the foods that changes the link in your um in your neural network. So you are not yourself anymore. <laughs> you know when you kick them out and focus on food itself. Um, I have to I have to quote from the the, the famous mantra by uh, Michael Pollan. Eat food, not too much, mostly plants. So it's eat the original food, not the highly processed one, not too much. Once you cut the processed food out, you will notice that you're not eating too much because actual food is very, very um, satiatory. It makes you full, right? And mostly plants is not, it doesn't mean that you can't eat meat. It just means that you are limiting your meat intake, especially your red meat. So the so this is this is a very uh, I I think it's a very good summary um, of of um, healthy eating. Um, so the the point is not um, don't criticize yourself for um, eating like um, for for eating what you need. You know <laughs> when 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 once you when you think about I should eat less. You are criticizing yourself, even when you are eating what you actually need. So think about eat better. There are foods that um, <laughs> there are foods that don't deserve <laughs> that don't deserve you eating them. Poor nutrients in there. They're um, high fat, high sugar. It's not something that you should feed yourself. You know, feed yourself with food. Eat food, not too much. Mostly plants. That's something that we could or um. That's the eat better mindset instead of eating less. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember the my personal trainer told me, "Don't eat anything your grandmother couldn't recognize," <laughs> which is uh, yeah true because they yeah back then like a hundred years ago maybe they don't have uh, that much uh, processed food, so highly processed food. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah the problem with highly processed food is. Um, it's not about those processed ones that you took things out, you know, like protein mm. powder. Protein powder is like um, you you took um, you took the carb and the fat out from from milk or from from beans. Okay. It's like the process mm. is just taking something out and make making it like um, more um, like pure f- with um, with only one single um, nutrient. These are not highly yeah. processed. The highly processed ones are the ones that mix high fat and high sugar together. It's there's no 
to my knowledge, to my knowledge, I have to say this, to my knowledge, there's no food in nature that is high in fat and high in sugar at the same time. And highly processed food are putting things that are not supposed to assist, coexist together. So that's the problem of, of highly processed food. Um, just don't think about um, like protein powder as processed food or um, like your, uh, your olive oil as processed food. They're just taking things out. So your ex that's extractive food. It's not highly processed. So yeah, that, um, if I, from my experience, like once people, once you reduce these type of food, if you do have any, you reduce this, you will see a change on your body. You definitely, because that's something if affecting your, um, your, um, affecting your appetite and also affecting your metabolism. Um, even, even, even with the same calories, I, I have some members asking if limiting calorie is um, the key, the base of um, like, you know, calorie and calorie hours, if calorie deficit is the key of um, losing fat, can I just eat a bag of potato chips every day? It's like six to 800, right? Six to 800. And I was like, theoretically, if you're eating six to 800 of um, calories per day, you'll probably lose weight, but you can't um, sustain that diet habit. It's back to the second mindset. It's not sustainable. Because the, it's the ideal situation that you are only eating six to eight hundred. You're only eating one bag. But the, the reality is if you eat one bag today, you're probably eating one and a half bag tomorrow. You can't stop. On day three, you're feeling so hungry that you might add another bag. So you're, you're, you, you, you're, you're, you're accessing your, um, your daily intake. You're not staying in the six to 800 because these type of food will make you feel more hungry. You, you can't sustain that. It's theoret theoretically, it is calorie, but it's not the calorie that your body actually needs because calorie is calorie, but nutrient is nutrient. There are three different types of macronutrients that you yeah. need. You, you can't live long with, with, um, yeah. with yeah. imbalancing any one of them. So it's like three columns that's holding up your, um, your health. You don't want any one of them to collapse, yeah. right? So, um, and if anyone want any more information on this, I highly recommend the book, um, "Why Calories Don't Count." It's it's basically saying this this um this concept that even just the same amount of calorie, they do different things to your body. So stop thinking about eating less. Think about what you eat. Eat better. Yeah, your body deserves better food. Yeah. I remember I read the news like some people eat McDonald's every day, mm. then they lose weight. But later, it's not sustainable. You can't like eat McDonald's every day. Although you just uh, reduce the calorie input, you probably lose weight during these three months. Yep. But after that, you came back. Yes. Yeah. So it's not. Uh, yeah, there's junk food. It's not that too nutritional and. Uh, yeah, it's not sustainable at all. No, it's not. It's not supporting your um your um homeostasis of your metabolism. Mm. It's not. So it's not yeah. sustainable. So yeah, it, it's also said in the book why calories don't count by um the, um Charles Charles Yao. He he addressed the the question is, 
um, health, healthy eating to some point is actually a privilege. Because McDonald's or chips, or if you, if you go to the if you go to supermarkets in New Zealand, um, chips and ice creams are much cheaper than veggies. <laughs> they're, they're, they're selling a they're, they're selling one capsicum at five dollars but with that amount of money you can get yourself a bag of chip and a big um, pot of ice cream so health is actually to some point is it, it is a privilege and yeah it, it's not something that we could change yet but um, I'm, that's what I what I it's also what I want to um, do for um for for girls or women in, in China. Um there there are some things that we could do, like some cheaper um substitutes. And also veggies in China is very very it's not that expensive. Yeah. So that's what we can introduce to their to to them. And yeah, it, it's 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 a good thing that McDonald's and KFCs are not cheap in China. <laughs> But in New Zealand, it is an issue. It, 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 it is an issue in New Zealand. So, yeah. Is there any other topics you, we haven't covered you'd like to share with my listeners? I, I can talk a lot on, on diet and, um, and fitness. Um, but once it comes to business, well, maybe it's not uh, what I'm very good at. I'm still learning to learn. Um, I'm still looking for a balance. Between the uh, between passion and purpose and, and profitability, so I'm still looking for the balance. Uh, I'm still learning to 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 adjust myself to that um, situation. Um, so maybe maybe just more about um, what I what I have learned during the journey so far. What I've learned. Well, I kind of get the feeling. I kind of get the feeling that um, there are there are things that you can change, and there are things that you can't. And especially after the pandemic, mm. we we want to we want to be successful, of course, but it could be a result of um, a series of fortunate things, fortunate events. It mm. it it doesn't necessarily because of a good decision yeah. or a hard working. It doesn't. It doesn't mean that um, decisions or hard working is not important. It's just to realize that there's still things that you can't change, like the the black swan event, <laughs> event. so like a pandemic or um. So there are things that you cannot predict. Mm. That's what I've learned from here. So what you can yeah. do is ask yourself what what I can still do at this point. So even making a good decision doesn't doesn't necessarily guarantee a good result. So what you need to do is maybe do make another decision from the resource that you have from this, um, based on the current situation. Make another decision, and most importantly is to put your thoughts into actions. Because thinking is not getting you nowhere. Actions is something that gets you further. Like um, I I have to quote this from 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 Huberman, <laughs> yeah. Um, since we talked about this, I have to quote this from Huberman. It's it was um it was one of his earliest podcasts. That's 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 the time I I I heard him saying this, and that's the time I I think he is a 
wonderful scientist and a new, new neurologist, more specific. He said, um, let, let me find this. He said this. For all humans and all species, the sensation, the perceptions, and the thoughts, and the feeling that we have in our lifespan. So these are the main functions of the, of the, neuro, of, of the nervous system. And none of that is actually carried forward. Um, except the ones that we take and convert into actions, such as writing um, actions or engineering new mm. things. So put your mind into actions. Yeah, You couldn't be making good, good decisions or making bad decisions, um, but there will be a result. And it will, it was, it will, it will um, on a level, it will, it will be, it will be based on luck <laughs> so just do something if you don't do it it won't happen it, it's very uh, encouraging i i learn i learn from this and then i put my thoughts even just small things small thoughts and into research into articles and into my live stream mm. i think I've, i i i have i i think if you don't express that if you don't put it in change that or converting that into something you just let it slip, then, yeah. then it never exists. No matter how you feel about yourself, how knowledgeable you feel about yourself, mm. you're not making a change in the, in the real world. Mm. Yeah, so exactly. make, putting that thought into actions, I think um, it, it is probably the, probably the one thing I can, I can share uh -huh. um, from, um, from learn from my journey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I resonated a lot when I first listened to Tim Ferriss' podcast. I thought, oh, that's mm. a good way to communicate my idea to the audience. So I just mm, uh, mm, did my first uh, podcast episode back to, I think, 2017 or 2018 in the car without any recording <laughs> service. When, when I listened back to that episode, I said, what is that? It's bad full of noise and uh, I was yeah I was just talking random stuff about movie and then I noticed that Joe Rogan's first episode is even worse than what I did I said okay so everybody yeah you just make an action and uh, yeah you will grow one step one step yeah, yeah. I learned a lot from you as well <laughs> I learned a lot from you is that you write things and and you 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 actually evolve from your from your actions so that's 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 the extension that's that's the most important part is you have to take the initial step turning things into actions and then just refine it and um not maybe not not necessarily that it will turn out good or as you mm. wish but you enjoy this it, it, it will always be there you'll never mm. know you'll never know you know you may, maybe maybe in some maybe something that you've done 20 years ago suddenly yeah. become something popular <laughs> you know 20 years later you'll never know but if you didn't put your thought into that action 20 years ago that you will never have this chance to see the result of your action i think that's very um mm -hmm. yeah if, if there's any one thing i, I have to share is from from my yeah. through, through my journey of of this entrepreneurship that that mm -hmm. will be something that's great yeah let's uh review back probably one or two <laughs> years to see what we become next hopefully we can do a podcast in person yeah yeah in yeah. metaverse <laughs> <laughs>
in metaverse, yeah. in metaverse, <laughs> yeah, we get the headset. Thank you so much, Alan, for sharing. Thanks for having me, Cami. I miss you, to be honest. Yeah, same. Yeah, hope <laughs> to see you next year. I think. Yeah, and train Costa together. I think we yeah. we should do some opens and and die together. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great friendship to be. <laughs> Kill yeah. each other. That's the friendship, right? Eh? <laughs> yeah. Let's do yeah. it.